Hello, and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coast are lakeshores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the sports report, he thinks NFL dodgeball should be an Olympic sport. It's Chad. Yay! It should be. NFL dodgeball? That would be awesome. I know. Except huge, like, player liability, but, um, yeah. <laughs> huge player liability. <laughs> Can you imagine if... You know, I, Kirk Cousins, that's a bad example. If Dalvin Cook couldn't start week one of 2022 because he slipped on a dodgeball and rolled his ankle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Kirk Cousins would be like the first one out? I was thinking about this. Um, and this came up, by the way, because we had a weekend of excellence where uh, all of our main sports were kind of on pause, specifically football and hockey, but they had their all-star weekends. And Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings was the last man standing in the AFC NFC dodgeball tournament. He led the NFC to victory by catching the final ball thrown by Nick Chubb. Yeah. I mean, he's a wide receiver and he was the last one standing and won the game on a catch. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing though. There weren't the quarterbacks that were there were not in the game for very long. What are your thoughts on the pro bowl? By the way, like, do you like, did you watch most of it or any of it outside of the um, skills competition stuff or the dodgeball? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I turned on the skills competition on a whim. That actually was kind of fun. And I watched some highlights of like they had the quarterbacks trying to throw the football into these holes. Did you see this? No, I didn't. So they have um, two big boards with it it almost looks like ski ball. And there's two pass defenders and each hole is worth a point. You know, like the smaller ones are worth five points. The big ones are worth one. And they're trying to block passes and he's trying to throw it in there. That was actually kind of fun for a goofy game. Kirk Cousins did that. And he think I think he did fair, fairly well. Didn't throw a pick. Um, but no, I'm so out on the Pro Bowl. I there's no tackling. I watched the highlights because I looked at the <laughs> looked at the box score, and it said that Kirk Cousins fumbled twice. And I was like, how is that possible? It's the Pro Bowl. And I was like, was this a gag? Did he do it as a joke? You know, I I couldn't see it. That was not in the highlight package. How do you feel about the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I'm, I always forget that it was on until like after I see like highlights from it. I'm like, oh, that was that was today. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I did hear was that Kirk Cousins missed an opportunity to throw a pass to uh, Stefan Diggs's brother from the Cowboys. I can't remember his his first name, but he was uh, the cornerback was lining up as a receiver and Diggs was lined up as a cornerback defending him while Kirk Cousins was the quarterback for the NFC and Kirk Cousins failed to throw a pass on Diggs. And as always, he went to the check down, I guess, <laughs> on that play. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's check pretty good. down, Charlie. Here you come. Check it down. Check down, Charlie. Check down, Charlie. He, um, there was, <laughs> that's really funny. I, I didn't see that play, but there was a, another, um, one in the highlight package where he was trying to hit, uh, Stefan in the end zone on a fade route. And yeah, I think it was Trayvon who broke it up, so. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it sounds like the Pro Bowl still gets, I mean, pretty high like ratings. Really? As far as like viewers go. Yeah. That's what I was just heard on the radio. And, and it sounds like because they were now like they they've been moving the Pro Bowl to like different locations now since they kind of moved it out of Hawaii. Mm hmm. And like this year it was in Vegas. Now it sounds like Vegas wants to make a big push on keeping it in Vegas. Okay. Um, 
which I think would make sense. I mean, I don't know. That would probably be the best draw for a Pro Bowl. Um, you get lots of out-of-towners in Vegas, and I think if you're like a Vegas person, that probably makes like a great like road trip, vacation destination thing to do because while you're waiting for the game, you could probably gamble. Yeah. <laughs> so, But I was also thinking, too, like I think the Pro Bowl is probably something fun to watch if you're not, I don't know. I guess when I was younger, you know, like in maybe in high school, you know, when I was like a young newbie sports fan, I always liked watching the Pro Bowl, but it was probably played a lot differently there or in that time, too. So, yeah, they were they were yeah. full on sacking the quarterback in the pro. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I honestly, though, I think what you said makes a ton of sense. It would. Um, the first thing I thought, too, was, man, if you're a kid, that would be so cool. And if you're a parent double cool if it's in vegas you know you get to do something yeah fun with your kid in vegas and then maybe you know play blackjack in the margins that's not a bad weekend so i think you're onto something and i i actually i thought they crushed it with the nhl um all-star game all-star weekend we'll uh talk a bit more about that in a bit but yeah i wouldn't be mad if vegas had at least the nhl all-star game moving forward because i think that was a resounding success um, in my opinion, but did yeah. you watch any of that? Same, same weekend, same city. No, I mean, again, I just like, I, I, I forgot it was even going on, but I'm, I'm in transition mode here. So since the NFL season is ending, I'll probably be shifting. I'll be skating on over to the NHL as they say. So come on over. The ice is fine. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's kind of why we're starting the top of the show with um, this weekend recap of excellence, because th- these are all the silly in-between sports stuff, because we didn't have real sports um, this weekend, per se. But yeah, so a r- quick recap of the hockey all-star weekend. Um, I have some stats. So Sebastian Ajo is the most accurate shooter. Victor Hedman has the hardest shot. And Jordan Cairo is the fastest skater. And I have Kyra on my fantasy team. He's uh, that's neither here nor there, but he's been doing great stuff. And this was this was my favorite one I read. I don't know what this means because I, I didn't see it live, but I guess they had to shoot pucks at specific um, holes in the Bellagio fountain to make the fountain light up. And Zach Wierenski, he's the I just wrote he's the best at shooting pucks inside the Bellagio fountain. And this is what I'm talking about. That's awesome, right? Like more of the- this, please. Yeah, like more like the skills competition stuff is, yeah, yeah, I'd be more interested in that. Yeah, well, and also just goofy shit to incorporate the city, you know? Yeah, whoever was in charge of that, bravo. Um, So, yes, and I, I have a bit more at the end. Um, A new segment I call End Rant about the NHL, so we'll save that. But, um, Chad, are you a rugby fan? No, but, you know... Is Australian rules football is that close to rugby? Because I used to watch that quite a bit. I'm back in the day. You might have to refresh me a little bit. I I think there's some similarities, but also some huge differences. So, yeah, fill me in. Australian rules football. Oh, I can't fill you in on the rules. I used to just watch it because <laughs> okay. when I used to work overnights, when I had like my nights off, I would sleep really weird hours. So. You know, like being super tired, like ending up like falling asleep at 8, 8 p.m. at night and then waking up at 2.30 in the morning and just turning on the TV and, yeah, Australian rules football would be on. <laughs> That's all I could tell you. 
as though it seemed like rugby the way they would run the ball, but then they would just run and then they could randomly just like kick the ball through the goalpost. That's you can do that in rugby. It's a lot harder to do, but technically, yes, you can you can do that. You don't see a ton of it. There's more a lot more on place kicks and penalty kicks to try to hit the ball through the uprights. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it was entertaining to watch. I, I really love the uh, goal sign the referees give. It's uh, I don't know. Just just check it out on YouTube sometime. It's it's lovely. Okay. Well, you know what I love about that too is because I've, I've worked third shift overnight in the past too. And just, yeah, how these weird things come out of the woodwork, like random sports from across the world that, because, because when you work that shift, it's almost like you're living a different life than the rest of the country or you're, you know, yes. you enter a different yes. reality. So when these things come out to like Australian rules football, it's like, wow, this is, I, I guess this is in you know, my new world of whatever this is. You know what I mean? Am I explaining this correctly? Yes, you are. You do live in a twilight zone. Yeah. (laughs) I love hearing about that. Um, Did you have anything else from the weekend of excellence? (laughs) Um, No, except um, I've been paying attention to the Timberwolves a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of basketball, but I do like when local teams compete and they are competing and I know they've been winning a few, few games. So that's my, uh, <laughs> that's my, uh, NBA, um, contribution. Hey, to the pod. That's great. <laughs> Hard hitting analysis. <laughs> so have, have you been, have you been watching full games, partial games? I know full games are hard with kids, but. Oh, no games, no games at all. I don't okay. even know when and where to watch the games. I don't really know like time. If it's like the same time, I have no idea. I just will catch maybe it highlights. Um, I'm still old, so I'll still like I randomly will catch the local news, same. you know, to check the weather, even though like I could just check the weather on my app, mm-hmm. my phone. So I don't know. It's kind of one of those one of those things that makes me feel really old that the kids don't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need those things <laughs> in your life. Remind you of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, um yeah, maybe we'll do more of a Wolves breakdown in the future too as we get uh past the All-Star turn and I'm with you Chad. Like we've talked about this before too about um giving not giving up on franchises but kind of like balls in your court, you know? Like it, it's not if you guys suck and are not getting better you know, that's not on me as a fan to keep supporting you. You know, at some point you got to make some organizational changes here and figure your shit out. So once yeah. they start coming back and playing well, you know, then if you want to talk to me, it's like, oh, OK, I see that you guys have made some positive improvements in your life and have decided to take some steps forward. So <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like a jilted lover or something. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, if the Wolves make it to the playoffs then I'll probably watch some basketball games. But I really don't have any interest in watching any basketball unless it's like playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I'm, then I will watch like the last five minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which turns into the last half hour. So that's that's. Fair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, did you I mean, we got some updates on the Vikings head coach. Um. I don't know for as much hubbub and hype that came up for the search, I guess the announcement for when we got the guy, I don't know. It was like air letting, getting let out of a balloon. What do you think? Well, like it's nothing's official yet. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Because they True. can't officially, you know, offer him the job until after the Super Bowl. But these things happen all the time, right? Like the the rumored candidate hire gets leaked, you know, beforehand. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I was really excited for Harbaugh, but I'm guessing that when the owners met with them, they're probably just like, he's even though I don't think he's like Zimmer, they probably had too much like recency bias, you know, <laughs> right. They're not like things probably were, you know, pretty bad and they probably didn't want to go down that path again. So I do like they seems like they're doing something kind of like, you know, is doing what I think what they think is best for the organization. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But the next next step is uh, what do you do with Kirk Cousins? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's um, yeah, that's that's the final piece. And I don't even yeah, I don't know what to make of it because it seems yeah, new organizational shift, new priorities, which sounds a lot like rebuilding. But you, we still have a ton of this old guard. So they have to do something with that for a year or two until mm-hmm. whatever this new direction is takes shape. So. Yeah, and maybe that's why it's not as exciting, at least for me just yet, because you got to, you know, you got to um, wear that last outfit to the ball before you can go shopping again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless if you think about this last season, though, excuse me, <clears throat> this last season. With all the close games, like what if there was like a different philosophy in those games? Could they have won like three of those games and that that puts them in the playoffs and you know like so maybe we'll see that next season i mean maybe that's yeah. enough just to because i have a lot of talent in the team i don't think they're losing a lot of players i mean maybe they find a way to to win those games that they couldn't win this year so since they kept so many games close until the end when everybody gave up on the team but we're on the coach so that's kind of my perspective on it. Um, probably just keep Cousins. It's his last year on contract. And yeah, you you get that uh, cap hit out of the way and yeah, see what happens. So, Right. And that's, yeah, that's a great call too. I, um, yeah, a ton of those games could have gone the other way. And we had a brand new super green um, offensive coordinator in uh, Clint Kubiak. So, you know, now they'll be able to um, collaborate more uh, closely. And, you know, O'Connell, I think he's not calling plays per se for the Rams offense, but he's drawing a lot of them up and, Mm -hmm. you know, doing all that. So, yeah, I agree. Hopefully that has a positive impact. Yeah, but Kubiak's gone now. Oh, is he gone? Yeah, I think he's going to be quarterback's coach for the Broncos. Oh, no way. I completely missed that. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. Breaking news. (laughs) Yep. Broncos hired Justin. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep. Vikings. Yeah. Clint Kubiak as quarterback coach for the Broncos. All right. I think that's a perfect role for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah, he was there were some games last year where calling plays was like yikes sure it's a hard job yeah i'm sure yeah especially after you know you put up over 20 points 
what, 29 points to be exact on the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first half. And then your coach tells you that you should have ran the ball more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, God. Um, like, what do you want from me? Oh, it's a funny league. Um, All right, Chad. Well, I think we're going to move into a new segment I like to call End Rant. Um, I just have a lot of stuff written down here, so feel free to jump in um, whenever. And mostly I, I just I was thinking a lot about um, the NHL during the All-Star game. And I think that the NHL is in dire need of a personality upgrade. And what I mean by that is that it's kind of the it's the last league you think of, you know, even behind baseball with football and basketball being more popular than there's baseball and then hockey. Um, so with the NBA season having a more muted uh, response this year than usual, partly due to the fact that um, it's a midseason slump. We haven't gotten to the All-Star game yet. Um, two of the biggest stars, LeBron James and his Lakers, or Kevin Durant and the Nets, are kind of not the teams as advertised this year. So there's, you know, a lot of the hype that would come with that has kind of died off into huge markets. Um, so in the NHL is now on ESPN. So I think it's kind of an opportunity for them to kind of step up and, you know, maybe grab more of that yeah. uh, middling viewership that's yeah. tired of the NBA. Um, but I think there's some, there's some good stuff they're doing and there's some bad stuff they're doing. So I'm going to start with the bad first. So unlike other, um, leagues, like NHL players are a rough interview. Have you, have you, do you know what I mean? No, explain. I I just, anytime they go to them in between periods or even after the game, post game interviews, they they just seem, and this this might just be me, but they just seem so hollow and one word answers. And oh yeah, you know we gotta we gotta hit the puck and we gotta you know move it quicker and uh, score the goals. And like oh my god, I just watched you do so. It's like a different person on ice. They're like these wizards with the puck, and you know like that's where their personality comes out. Then post game, it's like Jesus. Isn't never... that all? Isn't that all sports? But I, mean... I I think hockey's worse. Or the worst. It's, it's uh, I can't was it? I can't remember the old wild coach, uh, from back in the day. They used to do a bit on on uh, KFAN, but it was uh, God, was it Jacques Lemire? Is that who I'm? No, who was it? Like, yeah, you gotta skate hard and shoot the puck and score the goals. <laughs> <laughs> that was always like that was always the bit. <laughs> Uh, how did the game was like oh i really like burns to burns he's uh skates hard and he shoots the puck and he he's you gotta score the goals to win the game <laughs> that's exactly what i'm talking about that's- i know we um uh my wife and i we always make fun of like player interviews mm-hmm. it's like it's it's the same thing like across all sports it just makes it just i don't know it kind of makes athletes look dumb. Maybe like the the questions are dumb too, because like what are what are athletes supposed to do in that position too? Like, are you supposed to like say exactly what your game plan was? I mean, you don't want to, right? You don't want to like spoil like any like strategies you had in the game, right? So it's like, yep, it's a great team effort. Uh, you know, I couldn't have done it without my offensive line, and <laughs> it's always like. You know, it was a great team. You know, we we got up there and we scored the most points and we won won the game, kind of thing. So right, 
<laughs> yeah, and like to some degrees, I get it. I just think like if I were an NHL um, organization, I'd be jealous of guys like Cam Newton, you know, or um, Russell Westbrook, who can just come out wearing some fashionable, goofy stuff and just like crush a post game press conference. Be like, oh my god, I just one of those guys. Could I have one of those guys on my team or in the league? Is it the like the lumbered jackiness of the of the sport? <laughs> You know, it's like the or I don't know, like it's just maybe maybe it's just that the U.S. and in Canada. But there's I don't know. I, I feel like you could just take you or I and, and if you made us like a coach in the NHL mm-hmm. of any level, like the next day we'd be like, yeah, it's uh, it's a very good game. <laughs> we'll be the teams, the teams, the guys skate hard and they can shoot the puck very hard and. We're going to score a lot of goals this season. <laughs> yes, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Well, they'll shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. And it was funny. Uh, I just remember this one time. Not the last time we were in Canada, but every summer before the pandemic, we would go to my in-laws' cabin, which is on the other side of International Falls in Canada, and there's this little town. Uh, called Fort Francis and we just one day we just went to town I think it's probably when we had like both the kids so it was or maybe just like the one so like we weren't just we weren't going out on the lake as much and went to this one store and it was like a sports shop and I can't remember what we're looking for but I just remember it was like the end of July and uh, the two women were in there kind of moving some things around in the shop and like, okay, we got to go out and get the goalie pads and put them out on the shelf. Now we got to get out all the goalie pads out. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get the goalie pads out for the hockey season. eh? (laughs) The boys need the pads to protect their arms and legs now. Well, it's like (laughs) 80 something degrees outside. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) Things overheard in a hockey shop. Oh, it's so true, though. And um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, however, there have been some positive steps made. Have you seen the Mass Mutual commercial? It's you would probably see it if you watch any hockey on Hulu um, slash ESPN. Mm, no. Oh, my God. I You should YouTube this. Uh, YouTube it when we're done, because it's kind of their answer to like the State Farm commercials for the NFL or the you know, Baker Mayfield at home at Baker with Baker Mayfield, the progressive commercials. Okay. It grabbed me because it's, um, it's Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom, um, for the capitals. Hockey. Hockey. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Hockey. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Boxstrom. Boxstrom. But they're, uh, they're both eating cereal on Ovechkin's couch and his wife comes up and she's like, what is Backstrom doing on our insurance plan? And Ovesh is like, we're a duo. If he doesn't pass me the puck, who's going to score? What then? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so dry and like they're aware of those. Guys. It's it's so funny. And I, my point is they need more stuff like this where like we're we're laughing at their, uh, you know, hollow yeah. European personalities. But it's it's so funny. I promise you, you'll love this commercial. Um, OK, I was just watching it on mute and. It looks entertaining, so yeah, I'll definitely watch this when we're done. Yes. So NHL, <laughs> do more of this. Um, 
Chad, I know you have to go. So real quick, I wanted to say that also I found that the NHL to be the worst at giving nicknames to their players. Like you'll see these post-game interviews and they'll just add a Y to the end of someone's name. You know, like Tom Wilson, <laughs> fuck that guy, for the Capitals, they call him Willie. Like, really? That's the best you can come up with? Willie? Not like the ultimate <laughs> asshole, Tom Wilson? Or anyway. <laughs> so the best one I've heard is Eric Johnson, defenseman for the Avalanche. His name is the Condor. I don't know why. I, you know, it's probably best at this point that I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, but here's <laughs> here's some good ones I found throughout the years of hockey. So Mark Edward Vlasic, I think he was a goalie. They called him Pickles. Obviously, that's, you know, on the nose, but I think good. Um, Pat Verbeek, Pat Little Ball of Hate Verbeek is just, I don't know, that one grabs me. But I really love this one. So Brent Gretzky, I didn't even know Wayne Gretzky had a brother. 13 NHL Whoa. games, one goal. They called him the other one, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Wayne Gretzky is the great one, you know, so Brent, the other one. That's kind of sad, but also really funny. Um, yeah. And then you have your classics. Curtis Joseph called him Cujo. Nice I like little, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a portmanteau. I think that's the correct statement there. Um, and then Nikolai Hobby Bulin, the Russian goalie, the the Bulin Wall, the Bulin Wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, you talk about like adding the the Y at the end of the name to yeah. like for your nicknames. It just reminds me of uh, when Gardenhire was here mm. for the Twins. Like mm-hmm. they would do this, like Marnozzi, um, Mawarzi. No, it was always it was the same thing. You don't remember that more nosy, more nosy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I mean, that could be kind of funny. Like, oh, yeah, he's always asking about my weekend. He's a bit more nosy in the clubhouse. But Kubi. Yeah, Kubi. <laughs> it was just it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. But what do you do? It's entertaining. It's entertaining. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we'll get out of here. That's all we have this week. Thank you for joining us on the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where we will discuss all of the obscure sports and all-star games. I'm Jamie. Thank you, Chad. Hey, Super Bowl's coming up. Oh, should we do our picks real quick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Chad. laughs> okay, I'll follow your lead. You go first. Um, I'm going Bengals. I, I'm feeling uh, more confident in that pick. So I think um, I think Sean McVay is going to get embarrassed in this game. That's all I have to say. He's going to, he's going to do a, he's going to he's going to do something that's going to seem like why did you do that, Sean McVay? That's my bold prediction. Yeah. So you think they're just gonna the Bengals are going to stare them down and the Rams are going to blink? Yeah, you're going to be like, why did you challenge that play, Sean McVay? Now you're all out of challenges. And then they're going to have a play down the end to where he could have threw a challenge flag. And that's uh, how the Rams lose. And and the play will be at like two minutes and two seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. So it doesn't go to the booth yet. But McVay doesn't have any challenge flags. Game over. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Bold. And Super Bowl at home, too, to just utterly shit the bed like that. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and the, the stadium will still be full of 49ers fans. <laughs> yeah, who just never left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
That's great. Um, God, I I picked against the Bengals all season, but now I kind of want them to win. So I feel like picking them would, you know, upset the Jinx football gods. Mm-hmm. Um, You're gonna do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Rams because at the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, we're going to support the Midwest in lieu of Los Angeles. Um, yeah, for everything you said, I like I really want to pick the Rams like Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to be a nightmare for that front for Cincinnati. But I just I don't know why I can't get behind this Rams team, maybe because they're also a four seed um, who lost some very winnable games this year. But. Mm-hmm. on paper it should be the rams but yeah like you said all of these intangibles are like mm, i don't know the Bengals kind of seem to have you know more edge to them yeah i mean i want to see stafford win a super bowl too because you know his career is waning and i think he deserves <laughs> deserves that shot but yeah yeah we'll so- shall see should be an entertaining game that's for sure yes yes no doubt and yeah, I think it'll be close either way. Um, so I'm going Rams. You're going Bengals. That way, at least we won't be wrong. Um, <laughs> cover our bases. Midwest Mountain Sports Report. 100% accurate predictions. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, yes. Thank you for mentioning that, Chad. Did you have any other Super Bowl stuff before we skedaddle? Um, no. Halftime show should be interesting. Oh, I know. Yeah. Very curious to see what they do. And yeah, at least that that's Rock Nation, right? Jay-Z's marketing company. Um, oh, is it? I Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't I haven't been really following, but maybe it's not Rock Nation. Shit. I don't want to get that wrong. I'm going to Google that just to make sure. Nation. Um, I know it's Jay-Z's deal. Uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. OK. Thank God. Rock Nation. Um. I will say, yeah, they've done a hell of a job marketing the halftime show and the lead up to it, which has not been mm-hmm. done in the previous year. So bravo for that. OK, I think that's all we have. Um, it's Super Bowl week. Enjoy it, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy all your Super Bowl snacks. And we'll uh, do a big recap next week. Thanks, Chad. Bye. See Bye. You later.